You're listening to the Sexy Vampire Teeth Podcast. Enjoy the show. Hello, Joe. Um, <laughs> what's up? I don't know, man. This this is all this is all fine. This is fine. <laughs> this is fine. Yeah. This, this is fine. What's What's up, Matt? <laughs> How are you? I'm fine. Merry Christmas. Yeah, you too. Merry Christmas. Um, I had a pretty festive night. Actually, I did the tree, the tree tonight. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so this is a good. Uh, this is a good night to do this podcast because it's like the first Christmas uh, themed episode you know, uh, of, uh, of the season or of the year, whatever you want to call it. Um, we have an, a Christmas special coming out next, uh, week on actual Christmas proper. And then we have a, you know, a countdown, which you're going to be a part of, um, that sort of goes, you know, Christmas into new years. So, uh, these are kind of our holiday themed episodes uh, for Christmas. Not many, but, and I'm excited to talk about this movie cause I know, um, you like it quite a bit. And uh, the movie is Krampus, uh, 2015. So the movie was directed by Michael uh, Daughtry, mm-hmm. right? Daughtry. It's not Daughtry. Daughtry. Yeah. Yeah, not, um, yeah. I'm always so Daugherty. bad at names. I yeah. But he's the guy that did uh, Trick or Treat. Yep. And he also did um, the second Godzilla movie, like for the um, like the reboots by, that they were coming out with recently, which was like whatever. Mm-hmm. But Trick or Treat is like an amazing Halloween movie, like really one of the best that came out in like 2007. The movie is about the German folktale character Krampus, and uh, it is about a family getting together for the holidays. The uh, the young boy is really upset with how dysfunctional the family is and how much people are fighting and not getting along and he wishes that everybody would just be happy and be you know a good family again when his spirits are kind of broken because nothing's going right he winds up throwing that wish out the window literally and invites krampus into the town to basically lay waste to it with a winter storm and an attack with all of his minions. Basically fulfilling the kid's wish of taking his family away from him. And then the movie goes from there. So, I, I you know, when I watched this movie, um, I was hesitant the first time I saw it. Because it didn't look appealing to me at all, honestly. Um, yeah. From the preview, uh, the story itself that I knew, I was just like, ah, eh, no interest in it. But when I finally actually watched it, I was like, oh, that's a really good movie. Because I think that the best way to describe this movie is it's a combination of like three christmas movies it's a it's it's national lampoon's vacation yeah it's gremlins yeah and it's home alone really home alone yeah 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 you know just with like um i i thought just the general theme of like i wish my family would disappear yeah yeah I just finished watching Home Alone 15 minutes ago, and that's me too. Together, I was that was I, watched. I, I sw- yeah, place. I swear to God, yeah, yeah. Literally, we, I just finished it as you texted me. Like, I hey, you want, you know. I finished it when I texted you. You ready? <laughs> yeah. When you were wow. texting me is when he was looking out the window. Yeah. At Shuffle Man. Yeah, yeah I, I texted you when the credits came. Yeah, we watched. Well, that's that's really funny. Were you also wearing your clown costume? I was wearing your clown costume. Yeah, and well, I was smelling it <laughs> a, lot. <laughs> a lot. I just miss his smell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So uh, that's the that's a general uh, that's a summary of uh, Krampus. But uh, obviously, there's a lot more to it. I I feel like like the horror. It's more of a horror comedy, you know. And in the movies I just yeah. listed uh, would you know obviously lead you to believe that uh, as well. But when did you first see this movie? 
Like, when did this you know, become your rotation? Or holiday <laughs> rotation? I, going back, do you remember, I think it was even in Blockbuster Video, there were the covers for movies like Jack Frost, and they had the, the images that, like, when you would walk by them, the, the face on the cover would change. It was like the evil snowman thing. So this is, like, towards the end of video rental stores. Yes. Oh, yeah, like with the, um, what they call it, the... Let it like let let it. Let it. That's like let it. The French call le boobies. Le boobies. Yeah. 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 Let it. Let it. Yeah. I don't know what it's called, <laughs> but yeah, the hologram kind of covers. But yeah, they I mean they, they have triple ones of those now. They're very cool. But um, yeah. So triple tits. <laughs> Who baby? You make me wish I had three hands. Why we're so like punch drunk on this episode? <laughs> <laughs> I'm really tired. Yeah. Um, Jesus. I'm like, it's like trying to have a conversation. I'm like, oh, what was I saying? It's like, all right. Um, so yeah. When when I think about this movie, thinking back on it when it came out, it came out around a bunch of other like shitty Christmas movies, especially about Krampus, like. There were like four or five fucking Krampus movies that came out in like 15 minutes. I felt like Hollywood had discovered Krampus and they just cranked out these movies. I don't even know what they were called. And I just thought this was another one of those. And then I started just hearing things about it from some movie reviewers I, I listened to, whatever, and this and that. And I was like, all right, maybe I'll get around to watching it. It wasn't until like maybe four or so years ago that I, I got around to watching it. I watched it. I actually think I asked for it for Christmas and I got it on a Blu-ray and that's the one I watched again recently. I watch it every year now because I was like, this is a really cool movie. I really, I really enjoy it. I just like how this movie hits on all those notes of, yeah. you know, callbacks to other movies, but doesn't really bite off anything. It's, no, it's, yeah. it's not, you know, it's, it pays homage. It pays homage. It doesn't really like copy. Exactly. Yeah. You know, it's not like Todd Packer's doing, a Randy Quaid impression, but he, you know, he's, <laughs> yeah. he's that analog, but he's, he's different. You know, it's yeah. like, he's kind of like that character, but not really. Right. So that's obviously what he's supposed to be Randy, you know, uh, yeah. of the family. They even like to, you know, go talk about the trailer park and stuff like that. But yeah, yeah. It, it never, it never, it never feels like they're biting or copying. It does, it does just feel like they're, you know, taking a lot of, um, elements of great classic, um, Christmas movies and horror movies and like putting it together in this like really really well um you know almost like how like Star Wars right like Star Wars is like you know that they took all these different things for the original Star Wars like things from westerns and like Japanese you know samurai movies and the you know everything was kind of like some from somewhere else and they put it together yeah, right the old space serials and yeah right you know it's it, it, you know it's I don't want to compare it to Star Wars obviously but you know what I mean it's it's like it's it's in that no, sort I, of I get what you yeah mean. it's just a nice combination of things and I think it came together in the right way it's it did like, yeah it, it it felt like an instant classic like an instant classic agreed yeah, yeah and that's that's really how I feel about it and I just I love watching this movie I think it's it's very accessible to anybody like over the age of like ten you know that's not a scary cat like i just don't i don't think there's anything about it that's really like there's a scene where like there's the gingerbread man on the hook and i'm like oh no this is gonna like it's gonna like eviscerate him or something but it just like wraps around and uses it as, as a hook to pull him up yeah you know? and yeah. and things like that it never goes to the point where it makes you squeamish or it makes you like there's no i can't really think of there's any gore it's no not, there's not it's not, it's, not. Yeah. It, 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 it's like gremlins where like the attacks are silly it does ramp up in terms of horror because if you have that first encounter with krampus on on the street with the daughter but beyond that it just kind of is like it's the real kitty with the the toys attacking and that starts to ramp up 
and then you have the elves who are a little more like there's no silliness to them but they're not really that scary but then when krampus gets there like i really loved like the movie isn't silly anymore you know no yeah you know and i and i like that it, it it gets into that and we'll talk about the ending and it, it just really all comes together in a, in a really great way. I, I feel like the pacing of the movie nailed it, you know, it just nailed yeah. it in, in, ter- yeah. Cause it start like the Krampus kind of appears very quick, like very quick. I think it's maybe mm-hmm. like 15, 20 minutes and he's there. Uh, you know, when the, when they wake up in the morning and the storm happens. So I was like kind of surprised. I'm like, Oh, they're, they're just kind of getting into it. I thought they were going to, you know, show the family some more or whatever, but they show the dysfunction of the family, like throughout the attacks this is like show how like poorly they work together i love adam scott he's like the the father in this uh and tony collette plays the mother they're they're pretty good um the kids i don't yeah, really I think they're great in this i like seeing i like seeing adam scott as a good guy yeah you know, yeah he usually plays an asshole or like a jerk off except for parks and recreations but yeah besides parks and Rec- i think i like him better as a good guy i do too know? yeah he's likable yeah. you know um very much yeah the kids, I don't really know who they are. Um, I don't think I've really seen them in anything before or after, but uh, I, I could be wrong. They might just, like, aged up or something like that. But the characters, like, the, the horror characters, uh, the creatures, are, are really, like, something. I Obviously, like, the gingerbread men are kind of silly. Um, That's the worst part, is, yeah, yeah. They're the only, and they're C, the only CGI in the whole thing, right? Probably. Actually, I guess probably. there is, yeah. Well... Yeah, well, and the, you know, I take it back. I take it back because the robot is too. And yeah, but the reindeer is practical as well. Yeah, yeah. I, I, well, it's a mix of both because what what a workshop right. did the special effects for this, and okay. and they always kind of do a combo, you know, um, like half CG for some things, half practical. I, I that's kind of been their thing. So it, it, it came across that way. And yes, there's definitely a lot of practical, especially like the Krampus uh, creature himself and like his underlings. But I definitely agree that the gingerbread men were the only thing that was like the weakness do you know the voices of the gingerbread men no who is it uh seth green does one and okay. and justin rollins <laughs> yeah <laughs> i just think it's really funny. funny yeah um yeah so i mean the the like krampus and his like underlings uh like those masks like those porcelain masks especially krampus yeah. itself i fucking love that look i mean i think it's really really cool I love how you can see he's like a creature underneath just wearing right. that, like man man mask. Right, know? and and even that mask is creepy though. It doesn't look anything like uh, it's not pleasant looking. So who knows no, what it's, it's hiding? Like a really yeah. demented Santa Claus. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. What always does a great job, man. I'm I'm, I'm a big and fan. And the physicality of, of the body it gave me um it reminded me of the village, and the Shyamalan. Yeah, yeah. How the, that know, creature, how those yeah. Creatures look, yeah. Just like when he's jumped, like in the beginning, especially when he's up on the roof. Like you realize the reason he's there, and you see him early on, but then not again to the end. Is he has just finished like wiping out that family, like dragging that family away. Yeah, and that's the only reason he's out and about at that time, coming out of that house. Gotcha. By the way, when she's walking down the street, it looks like the friggin' ice age. Those icicles and everything look amazing. It's yeah, just, that that's the environment yeah. of this movie, from the decorations to the everything about it. It's just so atmospherically awesome with the sound and the environment. But I just was like, when she's walking down the street and she looks over to her right and sees the house with the icicles, I was like, yo, that's crazy. It looks yeah. like the ice age. Yeah. Yeah, I love the way this movie looks. Like like I said, the creatures I love, the backgrounds, the you know, the sets. Everything is very like well put together and very Christmassy, very like homey and holiday mm-hmm. kind of feeling. Christmas horror movies are sort of difficult, I think. Um 
they often come across as just like you know a big portion of these are like santa slashers you know they're fine but they're yeah there's like four of those and there's like to to all a good night um and like there's like more than we probably know about honestly and uh yeah it's 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 always been a standard like go to but (laughs) when you kind of break that mold and like first i think hit on like getting the christmas season right and then going into like you know your horror aspect that that's what gremlins does right like that movie starts off as just like a great 80s slash 90s christmas movie you know like the feel the music all that kind of stuff um you know it feels like it's got to feel like a christopher columbus movie at first and then a west craven movie (laughs) like that's (laughs) that's the way to do it i think (laughs) yeah it was like uh (laughs) The first act is kind of like the setup, and it's a lot. Very, it's almost all Christmas in the first act. Nothing really supernatural happens. It's no. not until the daughter goes out, Beth, I think her name is, and you know, it's it starts. But then it's almost like a Night of the Living Dead barricade inside the house and survive inside the house type of movie for the second act. By the time like the elves show up, it almost seems like and it's over, but it's not because there's a lot more. Yeah, content. yeah. It did have like a. It did have a weird like. Uh, you're right because I thought that too. Like. There were moments where I'm just like, is it over or where's it going? Like, I didn't really understand like it, but, but it, but it, but it did play out really well. Like it takes you by surprise a little bit, I think with the way it's paced. Yeah. And I think that that scene when they all bust in and just like, how are they going to defend? Like, it, it's just seemed like, this is the okay, end. Okay, fun's yeah. over. Like, now we're just going to fuck you up, you know? And yeah. it's not what I thought it, how that it was going to evolve into, you know, because I was like, okay, this is it. Roll credits. But then it just keeps going in a way that I was like, "Oh, this is interesting," and you see a lot more yeah. of a lot more content and a really powerful, cool ending that I like. You know, it's a great ending. We know another part that I really love too, and and it, and it also like hits on like the spirit of Christmas entertainment is when the grandmother tells the story of Krampus and a flashback, yeah. and they use like stop motion animation. I'm like, "Wow, that's yeah. fucking!" I didn't see that coming though. I thought that was beautiful and, and genius really and um, it was done really well it, wasn't it was just, like done to be like what if we just did this as an right, you know, homage right. to like the old rudolph stuff it was actually really well done you know and i thought it was so cool right because she's telling everything to this kid so like he's picturing it this way right like so that's kind of how i took it um you know in like the child's mind and uh it worked it's not like funny funny i don't think i really like laughed at anything maybe, maybe like some jokes like i just didn't like pay enough attention to but like i didn't like laugh out loud um, but I didn't in Gremlins either, you know. Um, it's just like has a humorous approach to it, where it's just more lighthearted, so you don't like feel like you know as scared as you know an actual like flat out horror movie would be, or some of those like <laughs> Santa type uh, slasher movie. Like that's why like, like what you said before, like it'd be for like a young kid could watch it because I don't think there's any cursing. I'm pretty sure there's no gore in it. Um, there's just some scary imagery, but other than that. Yeah. Um, the overall story, I think a kid would understand pretty well. There's a little bit more in the terms of complexity uh, with, with the, you know, some characters and, like, the theme of it that I think would just be better for an adult to appreciate, you know, than a kid. So it's really just, it, it, you could say it's really for everybody, I guess. Yeah, it has a lot of layers, you know, with the family yeah. relationships and how, you know, the, the interactions and the stresses of the family and even that opening montage of the slow motion and sadness around christmas that we all yeah kind of <laughs> yeah it's like the stress of i forgot the about that yeah yeah and yeah. they and they play they play like a lot of humor on that too with the guys with the tasers and shit yeah yeah and i think that the, it's just a really clever way to kind of paint the picture of the dichotomy that is christmas you know where it's like this it's the most wonderful time of the year and one of the most stressful times of the year you know yeah for sure yeah so man. let's talk about the ending 
Yeah, let's talk about the ending. Um, I was confused by this the first time I saw it. Like they really fucking gave us like a cra- like a crap out, you know. Um, yeah, <laughs> but I was wrong. <laughs> yeah, we see that uh, the little kid goes up to Krampus, who's standing around basically a hell mouth, a pit down to hell, where Krampus hasn't been killing people, but what he does is he and his elves capture the people and then they bring them down to this pit of hell where who knows you know just hell i love the way that looks by the way that oh, that yeah. yeah that whole scene is just right? 10 out of 10 yeah that's like probably like the, my favorite like scene in terms of like like dynamic looks you know like that whole part mm-hmm. is really like it's not I, I love the christmas stuff and like you said like the the, the outside and like the house covered nice like that stuff is really cool that part is like wow like it was jarring um because it wasn't it was very different than everything else you saw so far and it was just a really like epic moment yeah and it's so well lit yeah the flames and everything causing the lighting and you it's not like you you don't get a good look at him but the thing is you get an amazing look at krampus and he looks fantastic i just think it's like it's killer like he does this really like like no don't take them take me you know this kind of thing almost like you think that krampus is gonna have this like heart of gold and everything's gonna be okay and you know and then he's like ha 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 and he like throws everyone in and they go in and then you think like okay i guess krampus is just an asshole but then he wakes up and it's christmas morning and you're like oh okay so yeah like you said it you think it's gonna be a crap out and they're all like everyone's getting along and like they're all being their their best selves his christmas like he wishes it was kind of thing and then you see this like slow zoom out and you realize it's all because he opens up the Christmas box and it's the ornament, the Krampus or- ornament. The bell, yeah. And yeah, the bell. And it, everyone kind of clicks that of what happened. They remember. Like, it seems yeah. like they all kind of instantly remember. Yeah. And it, the camera does a very cool fade out, like through almost like a glass window. And you realize they're inside a snow globe. And he's collect he collects these types of families and snow globes in his like hell office. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just thought that was so awesome. It was a great ending, uh, especially when I thought it was a shitty ending for a little bit, you know. So yeah, no, I was uh, I was a big fan of the movie through and through. Even at moments, like I said, where I was like, ah, I don't know where this is going, or I don't know, this seems kind of stupid. Um, besides the gingerbread man, I didn't really care for that part. But and yeah, it's like it's part too it's, corny. It was, yeah. but it's part of what it is now, right? <laughs> so it's like you know, it's it's the eye rolling part that everybody's like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think the the gingerbread man on the hook thing was okay, but then like when it starts screaming at him, I'm like, ah, oh, this is stupid. Like when the dog eats the gingerbread, it's just a bunch of like, eh. All that stuff could be, that's the fluff of the movie that could just be cut out. That's pretty much all I had to say about Krampus. I strongly recommend it. Is a, if you're looking for a good movie to watch in the month of December, that you won't get in trouble for getting your family to watch it if they know it's a Christmas horror movie, but it's really good and it's not like, yeah. I'm not saying watch show it to kids. But it's P thirteen, you know. So, yeah. No, it is. It's it's a it's a good. It's definitely a good like horror holiday movie. There's not a lot of them that are good. Good, you know. I'd say like like this and Gremlins are like kind of up there. They're like yeah, you know the high same, tier. The same yeah. audience that would appreciate Gremlins. If, yeah. If you like, if you like Gremlins, okay, then let's watch Krampus. You know. Right. Because I don't know that like even like a good looking um, slasher movie or like flat out horror movie that takes place around Christmas. It's never really like Christmassy feeling for me. You know what I mean? Like I'll watch it just for like the irony of it or whatever. But like the only one I could think of that's like kind of like highbrow, uh, it might be like 
Black Christmas, like the original. Okay, yeah, sure. You know, like that's that's like a classic sort of like horror film that you know, but it doesn't really feel like Christmas. It's more of like a sorority house slasher, but um, it just takes place around Christmas. There's a couple decorations around. That's it. (laughs) This is like about fucking Christmas, like more than even Gremlins, obviously. Like, because you would always think of this as a Christmas movie. Yeah, but. You could imagine somebody watching Gremlins in July. You know, because Gremlins could have taken place at any time of the year. Like, that's the story in Gremlins didn't have to take place on Christmas. It could have been a birthday gift. It could have been, like, whatever, right? So, wait, was it a birthday gift? It was a Christmas gift, right? The the Mogwai? I believe it was a Christmas gift. Yeah. And it had to. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so I'm get this from my boy for Christmas. When right, right. Yeah. But it could have been like a, a fucking birthday gift in, in the summertime, and it would have been the same exact movie. Krampus wouldn't be. <laughs> it's seri- It's like it's specifically about Christmas. So, yeah. Well, what, what's, so what are your plans for Christmas now that I got you? Uh, yeah. Now so we're talking about this. Tomorrow I gotta go to a. I'm going to a couple of Christmas parties. I'm doing a one with uh, Katie's. Katie's work is doing one earlier in the day, and then. My community, like they did the Halloween party, they're doing a big Christmas party and meeting some of my neighbors over there. And then uh, for Christmas proper, we're going to have Christmas and New Year's here this year. So it's I'm super excited. We're, we're doing Christmas um, with her family this year. I've only met like a few members of her family, so it's some of it's new to me. Um, and we're going uh, go there the day before Christmas Eve, sleep over, then spend most of Christmas Eve there, and then come home late that night. And then uh, Christmas Day itself, we're, we're alone. We're gonna spend that day together. We're gonna we, we bought like a nice ham to cook. Like we, we ordered one online, and I'm just gonna cook like a nice big dinner for the two of us. Uh, and then like the next day, we're gonna pack up and head out for like a couple days. And then we're gonna come back, go back to work. The holidays have just been smaller since COVID. And I like stuff. it, man. I like it better. I, I, I'll be honest with you, I prefer it. Like, I do too. I, 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 yeah. Yeah, it is a stressful time of the year. That's why Halloween is my favorite holiday. <laughs> is yeah, uh, it's because there's no obligations. It's all fun. It's everything you choose to do. You know. Yeah. 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 Obviously, like the movie's a high recommendation for me too, especially for the holiday season. I don't really. It's kind of weird to watch this movie any other time of the year. I mean, I guess you can watch it around. That's the thing is, I think it's only a December movie. Yeah. Movies. Yeah. It's yeah. yeah, unless you were doing like some kind of study or something. I don't know. It's just kind of off to watch it in like the summer or like. I mean, I guess it's it, it, you could just watch it in the winter time. You know, like November through February. I think that's like that's pretty much it. Um, but yeah, no, it's a good movie, and like I wasn't really like interested in seeing it, and then once I did, I was really like happy I, I did, and it's a it's a pretty great movie to watch around the holidays. So yes, of course, I recommend it as well. Check it out. Yeah, man. Now, there's something that you and I have been uh, texting about uh, a lot, uh, especially throughout like October. And um, it's not a horror movie per se, but it's a horror show. And there's been a lot of great horror shows um, this year. And we've talked about a few on the podcast here and there. Um, sometimes we broke them down a little bit more than others. But this particular show um, you and I want to talk about, and that's Cabinet of Curiosities. We've been talking about it in the sense of like, have you seen it? Do you see it? I'm almost done. What are you up to? Yeah. Like, we haven't exchanged anything about it. He doesn't. I don't know which ones he liked or didn't no, like. No, yeah, anything. exactly. Yeah. All I knew is as I kept watching and watching, I was like, Joe, you have to watch this. Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know what you mean. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, you know, it's funny because critically it didn't do well, and a lot of people just didn't care for it either. Um, I can kind of understand that a little bit. Because it's it's an anthology show by uh, Guillermo del Toro. He brought like some great horror directors together to put these episodes um, into the series. Um, 
some of them like they were a little on the stranger side where i could see why like the a mainstream audience that was that would be excited to see something like this might be a little disappointed but i felt like that's what i like more about it um not to sound like one of those assholes like like i i just think that transitions to talking about one episode in particular which is one of my favorites the viewing is when the 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 wealthy guy invites the people over yes 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 that's a good episode that i can understand why it wouldn't appeal yeah to like a, a wide audience they're really anything that was based on the lovecraft story was actually like it's so changed from yeah from how it's actually written which are the ones were, like, were, were based yeah. on the stories but no wait, wait the viewing isn't i don't think it's really lovecraft well i mean it's hard to explain but i just loved the suspense and the atmosphere and the environment and basically they're just sitting around talking and doing drugs and progressively getting like more and more in depth and more tense but like yeah. The environment and the music and everything in the viewing, I felt like I felt like when I was watching it, I was like, Joe's gonna love this one. Yeah, I thought it was like a like I, I like that kind of like seventies uh, you know, look that it had to it. Even like the film stock itself kinda had like an old look and the mu- and the music like you mentioned. It, it almost was like a <laughs> like a cowboy bebop kind of vibe, you know? Yeah. Uh. <laughs> I, I just I, I just really like the style of that episode. And that's that's really But the, the end the with that alien and like the me, you like, know Yeah, but like I thought the ending with that alien like and like the like the way it was just like walking out of that like yeah fucking... that yeah that it got into like more into like yeah the mysterious kind of Lovecraft ending right, where right. it ends and basically ends with you know what you could say would be eventually the end of the world or whatever I don't know but whatever like, I was gonna it do. just got like super dark and yeah, man. and the idea that none of them knew what the fuck they were doing and it was just like oh okay well wh- which ones yeah, were so based on Lovecraft for shows? sure um, Pikmin's model is one of like Pikmin is a character in a couple of lovecraft's stories um he's basic i don't want to it's not like spoil stuff but no, the story's different yeah you know, so there's, a, there's a story called pikmin's model um it's loosely related to what we saw on the tv uh, on the tv episode which i i like that episode but not nearly as much as the as the story itself it's about like these tunnels below boston and how like this guy is able to draw these ghouls because He's actually, he's not drawing them from his mind. He's drawing them from actual ghouls. And that's the idea is like, the, the, the revelation at the end was this one picture that he had. It wasn't actually a, a piece of art. It was an actual, photo, you know, a photograph. And that's like the revelation at the end, which is a big deal in the 20s. But it just builds up really well. This like, it's very good world building. Yeah. Uh, Dreams in the Witch House. Oh, right. That's right. I did know that it was a Lovecraft thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah. And, and Dreams in the Witch House is another one. That one's a little bit, it's just told differently. There's different characters set up. And um, it's more just about, like, this, based on, like, obsession with, like, cosmic geometry and all this weird stuff. But, yeah, so, you know, you, I, you could tell, you could see the parallels between the stories and how they had to adapt it. Th- those were both cool episodes, but they weren't my, my favorites. My, my favorite was The Autopsy. Yeah, yeah, that was a good one. I thought... I, I thought that one was my favorite. I thought it was fantastic. I don't know why. I just loved the whole exchange between the two when they were on the table next to each other. Yeah, yeah. I was like, where's this going? 
I just thought it was just so well done. I don't know. I just thought it was fantastic. That I, one I just thought was so. I, I just walked away from that one like, wow, this is great. I, I liked them all. I did too. I yeah, because yeah. they were so different. I, 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 it's hard for me to pick a favorite because like they're just yeah. the styles and the type of uh, stories were just so very different. Yeah, like when you have yeah eight episodes to try to say like, hey, pick watch eight movies and then tell me your favorite. You're like, but they're right. all good. Yeah, right. Especially when they're very different. You know, it's not like they're all just kind of like copying the same type of you know formula like the viewing was really good i enjoyed it because i thought it was like cool you know but the ones that like i really loved like my i think like my favorites i gravitated more towards like the humorous ones like as simple as it was like i loved graveyard rats i thought it was really like yeah. clever and i actually watched that twice <laughs> that guy, yeah that guy. <laughs> <laughs> like you're like why is he still going i know right but like the but the practice the, the the first of all all the creatures in the sh- in yeah. the show were amazing and that was the one yeah. like through and through like they were all incredible and like, like the rat yeah he was yeah. great the other one that i really loved which also had like a, a kind of humorous approach to it was the outside uh it kind of like shocked me in in certain moments um and i just like i feel like it was predictable and then like completely not predictable in certain uh you yeah know, it was like that kind she, of story she was great she really her acting <laughs> like it was very good which her acting yeah and her ability to make those facial expressions which she really hands it up at the end when she keeps going back and forth like she's so expressive yeah like you had a conversation with her on the screen at the end you know what i mean yeah yeah when yeah. she's you know, she's making the like the I'm I'm so happy and beautiful face too. I'm so worried and scared face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was great. Like, she's so yeah. That I had no idea where it was gonna go, and like you thought, I was like, is this gonna be, have like a happy ending or something? Like yeah, but no, <laughs> no. It, like when she and it's it's so weird because even as she's like killing him. He's like, oh, honey, what'd you do? Like, that's, that's almost yeah. like how it would happen in real life because he was such a good dude. He was like right. an infinitely good dude. He's I like, know, oh, honey, you, like you hit me, I'm bleeding. Can you? All right, all right. Like he's just like, we gotta, we gotta figure this out. Kind like, of thing. Like, like, you, like, like you could never actually believe that she was going to actually hurt him on purpose. Like that's how yeah. like wholesome he was. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and, yeah. and how wholesome she was too. Is I like, know. He's like, okay, you know, like he's thinking in his head, like, all right, she's really just like, I can't believe she actually hit me. He's in shock that his wife hit him not like she's about to murder him you right know, right so weird there's yeah, this it, it was really yeah. well done that that whole scene yeah matt you'll be back for the last episode obviously when we talk about our you know top movies of the year that's going to be our last episode until uh for, for 2022 and uh you know we'll, next year we'll, we'll come back obviously with a bunch of new stuff and you'll be here a bunch and uh, <laughs> yeah but uh obviously always a pleasure uh we'll get some uh, more christmas content coming up soon and then our end of the year episode that we just mentioned so uh, please tune in for all that stuff uh have a happy safe holiday season keep on listening keep on enjoying hopefully and we'll see you guys next week <laughs> merry christmas and good night fucking good night next week on sexy vampire teeth podcast Hey guys, next week we're going to be doing our last episode, last full episode. It's going to be our top 10 of 2022, just like we did last year for that year. And uh, we're going to be with Justin, Jay, and Matt talking about our favorite movies for this year. So uh, it's our last episode of the year. We hope you guys listen. We hope you guys enjoy. We hope you guys have been enjoying. And uh, we'll see you then. Take care. Hey guys, if you like what you're hearing, please subscribe to our podcast on Spotify and Apple iTunes. Also, you can follow us on social media. We have Twitter, and that's at Sexy Vamp Teeth. We also have Instagram at the Sexy Vampire Teeth Podcast. And if you want to follow Justin, all you that's need to me. do. Oh, you're still on the phone? Uh, 
I very rarely ever hang up. Tell the people where they could follow you, Justin. Well, if you want to follow me on Facebook, you can find me as Justin Tong. If you want to follow me on Instagram, you can find me jtong81. And if you want to follow me on Slasher, the horror-based social media site, you can find me at Sexy Vampire Teeth Pod. And if you want to follow me on social media, you can't. I'm off the stuff. So if you guys want updates on the show, please follow us on our social media sites. And make sure to tune in every Monday night for a new episode. Thanks for listening, guys, and good night. So long, everybody. You've been listening to the Sexy Vampire Teeth Podcast. 